I'm going to read a few very brief passages. If we could have those up on the screen, Al. First is this one that we've read over Christmas. A virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And this is from Hebrews uh, chapter 13 and the second part of verse 5 and verse 6. God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, I will not be afraid. What can mortals do to me? And then from Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And it was that, just that last piece that's just been coming back to me and back to me again and again. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. It's Jesus is saying, I promise. I promise you, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Let's just pray together. Lord, just as we spend these brief moments and uh, as I share just a little bit about what I feel that you've been just saying to me personally and for us all to hear, I pray, Lord, that you would, by your Spirit, speak to each one of us. That you would interpret that in a way that is personal to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Some of you will know this, some of you won't know, but um, I am a follower of Grimsby Town Football Club. And uh, New Year and Christmas was always a great time for football because there were so many games. Not great for the players, mind, but great for the supporters. And uh, I'm a little bit of an armchair supporter now. And I, I always, Saturday or whenever, they don't play on Saturdays anymore. They play all times, don't they? But it used to be on Saturdays. And, but I always check to the Grimsby score, see how they've got on. They were playing Blackpool yesterday, nil-nil. Not great, but there you go. But years ago, I used to go and follow them. I used to go, and uh, I would go to places like Carlisle and Rochdale and places like you'll tell what league they were in by those names. Didn't manage to get to uh, Old Trafford or places like that. And uh, it was in the 80s when it was a little bit scary to be a, a football fan. There were quite violent times. I remember on one occasion someone pulling a knife on me and threatening to kill me, asking me who I supported, and I happened to have a Grimsby Town shirt on and a scarf around my neck and a scarf around my wrist. And uh, went, so, well, who do you think? You know, kind of thing. Um, I wasn't a believer then in Jesus, but I do believe that he rescued me from that situation as I look back on that. I remember my brother, who was a Norwich City fan. Don't ask me why. I, I'm a Grimsby fan because I was born there. I, was born, I spent six months of my life there, the very first six months before we went back to Brazil. So I'm a Grimsby Town supporter because of that. Stephen chose Norwich. Anyway, there we go. 
And he would go and follow Norwich. And uh, I remember him coming back one day, and he had been beaten up by the opposing supporters. He was on his own. He'd, he had walked from the stadium, and he'd been beaten up. And we had another couple of friends who, uh, Glenn, he supported Man City in the days when Man City were rubbish and uh, didn't have all the money from the shakes and things that they do have now. And uh, another friend, Alan, and he supported Aston Villa. And uh, we would all go. But we, we decided on one occasion that we would actually go with each other. And week by week, we would go and watch one of our teams together. And they always drew the short straw when they came with me to Cleethorpes <laughs> to watch Grimsby against some lowly team. But something changed. We weren't alone anymore. We didn't travel alone anymore. And any difficulties we faced, we faced together. And the joys we shared together and isn't it true that it makes such a difference in our lives, whether we're lost or fearful or lonely or facing loss or the challenges of life, when someone is with you? When you can be accountable to someone. And that's why I love these words of Jesus. I mean, I love Jesus so much, but I love these words of Jesus. The last words to his followers recorded in Matthew's gospel, to his disciples, to his family. I am with you always. I promise. That word surely means I promise. In the context of the Great Commission, but I don't want to focus on the Great Commission. We are committed to the Great Commission, to make disciples. Yes, we are. It's part of our vision statement. It's why we exist as a church, to make Jesus known. But these last words are the promise of Jesus. I promise I am with you always to the very end of the age. And he says it to you and he says it to me. And it's a promise that's repeated through the whole book. Through the whole of the Bible, he promises that. We read from uh, Matthew, but it's quoted from Isaiah, Emmanuel, God with us. It was the promise that God would be with us. The God who saves, the God who rescues, the God who forgives, the God who sets free. He says, I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never abandon you. He said it to Moses. He said it to Joshua. It's repeated in the Psalms. God is our refuge and strength. Our ever present help. That means. He's always with us. Therefore we will not fear anything. Because the Lord Almighty is with us. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. And we may have doubts and we may have fears and we may fail and we may falter. But Jesus' promise stands, I am with you. And whatever the challenge is, Whatever the mountain is in your life, his promise stands. 
and this is true also, that too shall pass. Whatever the mountains, whatever the things that seem so big in our lives, they will pass because they are temporary. And his love is eternal and his faithfulness is sure. And please remember it's not dependent on you, on your goodness, on your performance. There's nothing you can do to stop God loving you. Nothing you can do that will make him love you more. You know that phrase. We've said it so often from Philip Yancey's book, What's So Amazing About Grace. There is nothing you can do to make him love you more. He cannot love you more. He cannot help himself. He just loves you. You cannot do anything that will make him love you less because he loves you. He loves you so much. It's a unique relationship. He loves you because he loves you. This is love, John says. Not that you loved God, but that he loved you and came for you. And he will not deny his love for you and he will never let you down. I hope you've just been picked up all those phrases in our songs that we've sung. He will never let you down. He will never let you go. He will always be with you. It's who he is, Emmanuel, God with us. The Gospel of Matthew opens with that assurance and closes with that assurance. The greatest conclusion, one of the commentators said, as I read this week, the greatest conclusion that any book could have is the promise of Jesus saying, I will be with you. Imagine reading that. Read it again when you get home and read it as if he's speaking directly to you. I am with you always. To the very end of the age, to the end of this world as we know it, he is going to be with us and then he's going to come again and we're going to be with him for eternity. Why is it so special? Because the one who's making the promise, the great I am, the Emmanuel, the baby born in Bethlehem, the king of heaven, who has all authority in heaven and on earth, the eternal God, the Son, who spoke everything into being, yet surrendered to cruel nails. He promises, I am with you always. And if ever the enemy comes and says, he's abandoned you, or he has left you, you know it's a lie. You know it's a lie. And if you feel that you have cut yourself off from him, you know that his love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on you. This is a precious promise that we can live on and we can stand on in our lives, in every aspect of our lives. He is with us always. He promised it to the very end of the age. I don't know what 2017 holds for you personally, for us as a church, for our nation, for this world. It's going to be an interesting year in lots of ways, politically, Dynamically across our world, it's going to be very different. I don't know if you're scared or excited. Bit of both. But God is with us always. In every circumstance to the very end of the age. And he is working his purposes out. 
So in the good days of prosperity and health and happiness, or in the bad days of affliction, persecution, disappointments, know that his presence will never be withdrawn, not for a single moment to the very end of the age. And if we live to see him come again, to be on the welcoming committee, or whether we go to be with him beforehand and come with him when he comes again, we will always, always be with him. Amen? Gosh, I was shorter, wasn't I? Normal service will be renewed next week. Don't worry about that. But we're going to respond now. We're going to pray together. I'm going to ask Phil and the band to come back.